we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm Sam Walker. She is Simone Roche. We are both bristling with excitement and anticipation. Can't believe it's only a week, Simone, to the Northern Power Women Awards. I am so excited. The trophies have arrived. The wonderful Gemma Truman delivered her beautiful artworks to the Northern Power Women HQ. Fantastic. And then subsequently had to run Northern Power Man up to me where we had a flat tyre. But that's a whole other thing. Uh, (laughs) Trophies meet flat tyre. That was a whole uh, socially distanced handover of artwork. But yeah, I know. Really exciting. Yeah. Like you say, only a week to go. So much noise and joy on social medias please keep the conversation going and also only a week away from mpw live can you believe how many videos that we've had guess 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 okay so these are fantastic three minute videos kind of ted talk style videos sharing stories of resilience and inspiration and challenge and how you're being heard 70 double it no way Wow, 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 yeah. wow. 140 videos. Uh, actually, just over. Yeah, so 144 at time of recording. So, yeah, really wow. excited and totally, um, you know, just brings to life that whole everything that we're about, you know, amplifying voices, unearthing new people with new opinions. And so this is really exciting and totally lends and blends into the Be Heard campaign that we launched yeah. on this very podcast last August. Can you believe that? I can't believe it's so long. I can't believe it's nearly a year since we started doing weekly podcasts. It just shows how time has flown. Do you know what someone said to me this week that really made me laugh? I'm I'm involved in a podcast here in the United States all about being a new mum and what it's like being home with a newborn when you get home from hospital or your birthing centre or wherever and go, what? There's a human in my house. Oh gosh, what do I do now? And look after it. And that kind of moment of overwhelm that we all have as new mothers and Someone said to me, we were talking about what it's like when you're on maternity leave and how the day can sort of stretch out the yawning chasm in front of you. I mean, if you're in a relationship and your partner goes off to work at 7.30, you've then got till sort of 6.30 in the evening quite often, just what do I do now? Bath the baby, feed the baby, clean up some sick, Uh, you know, and it can be this kind of really long stretch. And someone said, um, yeah, because even kind of going to the supermarket to buy some margarine can suddenly become the highlight of your day because it's actually really challenging. And then someone else popped up and went, a global pandemic is like being on an extended maternity leave where you get dead excited about, oh, I've got to go to the shop and buy some margarine. This is a good day. You know, leaving the house becomes this huge event. And I thought this is spot on. This is what we're all living through, an extended maternity leave. 
Well, well, do you know what was really funny yesterday, last week when we um, when we doing the, the transfer of the trophies and we had the flat tyre, was this random act of kindness that also happened. Ah. You know, like, like you say, the excitement of, you know, being able to, you know, buy someone else another cup of coffee in a coffee shop <laughs> and just little things. And, oh, do you want to use, I've got a spare return ticket here. Yes. Whatever it may be, if you've not been able to do that. This young guy uh, came up to, to Rob and started uh, asking him, did he want any help? The next minute he's bringing out his electric tyre pump oh, and all this no. kind of stuff. And, you know, it was just that. So I am going to give a shout out to Nayer. He's over here. He's studying engineering at uh, the University of Liverpool. He's over here with his wife. He just popped out to collect his 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 little one from nursery, but he gave the time and he was thanking us for allowing him to help him. So I think just a massive. I mean, just you just don't see that, or actually, no, telling that we're not seeing it, are we? Can't, we're not getting yeah. out there to witness witness that. So yeah, all of that. The I don't know how we quite got flat tire random act of kindness and Marge in there, but we, we did well to kind of cover <laughs> cover those bases. This is the Northern Power Women podcast, Simone. This is the general, right? This is the first time anyone's listening. This is how we roll. You know, we can cover anything <laughs> off from uh, global pandemics to margarine via flat tyres. This is just what we do. Now, I would like to say that because the Northern Power Women Awards and MPW Live is happening in one week's time, coinciding, of course, with International Women's Day on March 8th, you're probably lying around painting your toenails and having a spray tan but however i know you simone roche so i know that probably well i know for a fact you've got eighty-six thousand other things on your plate and it's it's kind of been a big there's been a big networking and mentoring push that's been happening over the last few months and there's there's kind of a the next stage of all this going on tell me about coffee and connect Oh yeah, brilliant. We we had a Coffee and Connect event. You may recall, if you are a previous listener, if not, catch up. Liverpool John Moore's uh, University, we had 240 students from the business school as part of a carousel networking. So a speed dating with, with business, entrepreneurs, innovators, you know, thought leaders, if you like. Um, you know, and again, the whole premise of it is encouraging people, as we always do, to pay it forward and be generous with their time, passing on their skills. So this was the next phase with our brilliant partners, BNY Mellon, Bank of New York Mellon, um, who who um, wanted to sort of take it onto the kind of more in-depth conversation because that's always the feedback, you know, it's great, loved all the conversation, just wanted to chat more, you know. And so um, after that sort of bite-sized session, this was kind of a, a more uh, a down and deeper. So we had sort of six of their senior leaders uh, within the business engaged with a couple of dozen of the, the university students and they're in their third year. And it's interesting to hear, you know, what they're talking about, you know, they're because they're in their third year, they're getting ready to graduate, yeah. you know, as well. So this was almost that, I love it, but this real connectivity and seeing the enthusiasm on both sides, the sides of the leaders and the, and the business folk and the sides of the students who, who, who kind of almost can see even more confident as well, you know, sort yeah. of open to asking the questions, wanting to ask conversations. And I think, you know, uh, but and then and equally that the business folks saying, you know, ask us, keep the conversation going. So for us, as one of the matches of paying it forward and keeping the conversation going, the, the Carousel Connect events, the Carousel Coffee Break ne- networking, the mentoring, which again, we're doing on NPW Live has been so massively impactful. So we've still got limited spaces to get involved. So we've 
if you are at the early parts of your career or know someone who is more importantly, because mm. we don't always like to ask for yeah. help, please go in, go to the uh, Northern Power Women website, check out the MP Live page and get people to sign up if they're at that early, you know, the first five years or so where you just want to ask some questions about what's next. We've still got some spaces for that. But yeah, really, really excited. Northernpowerwomen.com, do it. I would have given my teeth to have someone to help me try and navigate those first tricky years of career and actually know that it's okay if you want to completely pivot. That's another thing we see a lot. And um, I know that there's been a lot of feedback from uh, the life lesson we had recently from one individual and she worked in fashion retail for years and then went to work in telecommunications. That's good. Transferable skills are a big thing. And especially in the world we're living in right now, where perhaps the industry that you've got your experience in is either suffering a huge downturn or maybe doesn't exist anymore. This is another thing that happens with the ever-changing world. Doesn't mean your career is going to go kaput. There are fantastic transferable skills, and it's just a case of connecting with the right people who can help you really see what those are. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we always ask for feedback as well. And, you know, it's it, definitely the feedback was always, it always comes first from the businesses. I'm like, keep them coming. When yeah. can we do the next one? We've got a whole load of people. So rest assured, if you're at the start of your career or you're studying or or you're really working out what on earth you want to do, you're still in it, please, you know, rest assured there are people out there that want to help and support. So that's the thing that keeps, that gives the spring of my st- at the moment as we are in this final final countdown to MPW Live. Let's keep us all connected. Do you know last week we were talking about this and it has been made worse by the pandemic but we were all probably a little bit guilty of it and that's sending that quick email for work at 10pm just before we go to bed or I mean I've done it where I've woke up in the middle of the night and thought oh I must just remember to do that and you send the email at 3am and actually it can be really triggering for someone to get a work email at 10 o'clock at night or you know, even if you say, I work flexible hours, please ignore this. It's kind of in your head, isn't it? And we're, we're having trouble escaping work at all at the moment. We did a poll for Northern Power Women. What were the results, Simone? Yeah, so we asked about, you know, would you contact, you know, a team member, a subordinate after hours? And it was 48.5% said, yes, I would, but oh. not expect a response until the following workday. Uh, 28 say, yes, but I would expect a response within a few wow. hours. And I thought that was really interesting. Gosh. 17, no, I would wait till the following workday. And five, yes, customer demand necessitates contacting employees at all hours. And then we also asked through what method would you contact your employee after hours? Because we talked about that last week. 76% email, 76% text message that was equal, Mm. Um, phone call, and then going down the list, chat software, social media message or other. But as the saying goes, what statistics reveal is interesting, what they conceal is vital. Well, quite. And I think, gosh, that, you know, so few people, a really small number there said they wouldn't contact someone after hours. And I think this is the kind of the danger zone of the world we're getting into where it does seem normal. And I'm super aware as well that I'm in a different time zone here. So I still do a lot of work with a lot of people in England. Here I am either seven or eight hours behind England. And I was doing some, you know, catching up on some admin last night at 10 o'clock at night in front of my computer, sending emails. And I thought, oh my gosh, these are going to rock up at 5am and people are going to, you know, you always worry it's going to disturb someone. But then I always very, very much hope that people are super aware of the do not disturb function on their phone because mine goes on at 11 o'clock every night and doesn't come on until seven in the morning, despite the fact that, oh, I hate to admit it, I'm quite often in my desk during those hours. But 
it means that if someone pings me, it's not going to disturb me. So I really, really hope everyone is a big friend of their do not disturb on their phone because otherwise, oh my gosh, you're going to be constantly on, aren't you? But that's very interesting, those results. We should put those in the show notes, actually, of the episode so that, yeah, you can go and have a little look. Look in the episode copy now of this episode and you can have a look at those figures in a bit more detail because I think that is very revealing. Indeed it is, indeed. Mm. Okay, before we get on to life lessons, Simone, I wanted to share a story with you um, from a conversation I had this week. I'm working with a new client on building a podcast and they are a business owner, very successful business owner. It's kind of quite a high stakes financial world type job that they have. So we're talking dealing with very, very high level executives. They are a very high level executive. It's in this sort of, you know, top corporate world. They've set this business up. It's being very successful for them. And they contacted me about creating a podcast for them. And this person's a man. And what really struck me was how honest they were with me really early on in our conversation when I was asking about what the podcast was, what the purpose was, why they wanted to create it. All these questions you ask when you're talking about setting up a new a new kind of piece of it, in a way, content marketing for your business. And they turned around and said, you know, shared a lot with me about the method and the values and the purpose behind it and said, do you know what? I've been wanting to do this for about a year, but I've had massive, massive imposter syndrome. I really wanted to share that because I know that we talk about how even that person up on the stage at the conference is is probably thinking, oh, no, what am I doing here? You know, and we all look at them and go, oh, aren't they capable and confident? But the fact that this was a man, and I know we, we, we often talk to women on this podcast and we often talk about how we all feel that imposter syndrome, for him to be working in this high stakes world, incredibly successful in what he does and sharing that vulnerability with me after just, you know, sort of 20 minutes or so of talking that they actually really suffered from this. I just wanted to share that. Again, if, if anyone's having a week this week where they're thinking, oh, man alive, what am I doing at this table? I shouldn't be here. You should. And really, again, everyone else is feeling this. Everyone feels it. No one's unique about this. Interestingly enough, had another shout out for sort of media representation this week. You know, there's a few people based on the topic subject it was about. It's about more women on boards. Yeah. Uh, and I reached out and again had to dig down deep and go around three oh. times and three times. And it's really, really interesting. Hence, hence, even more importantly, while while you know, be heard is 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 going to be something. I think that's very important. This database that we're building to better balance events and and media so that we're launching that on uh, International Women's Day so please do sign up for that because it is important to have your voice heard we're always going to have the imposter syndrome but actually the more that we do the less uncomfortable it feels. It really is that first person on the dance floor feeling. When that dance floor's empty, <laughs> no one wants to stick their little kitten-heeled toe over the threshold, do they? Depends how many sherries they've had, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> You've never had a problem with getting on that dance floor, Simone. <laughs> but, you know, once we're on it and we're all together... It's 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 fantastic. So just I know it's horrible and it took me years of broadcasting every single day not to feel that before the microphone went live. So I know what it feels like, but just do it anyway, because there are plenty of people out there who don't have that fear and that lack of confidence. who have got a lot less to say than you have. So get out there. Do it. 
power-platform.com as well. Find out more about Be Heard. I love it. Right, let's get some life lessons going, Simone. This week, we've got Danny French. She works for Taylor Wessing as a responsible business advisor, and she's worked and lived in the Northwest for just over two years. Uh, she's a massive supporter of Future First, who are one of our partners on the Carousel uh, networking event that we've got on MPW Live. And they're all about role models in state schools. But Danny, a massive advocate for them. Here's her life lessons. I'm Danny French. I'm a responsible business advisor at Taylor Wessing. Tell us about an important role model in your life. For me, I would say Princess Diana. I love the way she used her status to promote charities and giving back to communities. What's the one piece of advice that had really stuck with you? I would say during an interview process, people always think it's a one-sided situation, but actually you're interviewing the employer as much as they're interviewing you. What advice would you pass on to someone starting their career today? No one is perfect. That's why there's a rubber on the end of a pencil. We all make mistakes, acknowledge them and learn from them. Tell us about a time you had to be resilient. I would say in the last year, I've had to be resilient during the pandemic. I had to support our people's well-being along with my own well-being, which was really tough at times. What difference did it having a mentor make to you? The difference my mentor had on me was they made me believe in myself. They helped my confidence along with being a great role model, which is what I really needed. Thank you so, so much to Danny. I love that. I always forget that, you know, when you're doing an interview or having an interview, you're finding out as much about them as they are about you. And that's a really good way of, of kind of quelling any nerves as well in any interview situation, isn't it? Or if you're pitching to a client, think, hang on, I'm pitching to see if you're worthy of me working for you as much as if as I want your business. I agree. It's all about the fit. And I love the fact, the piece of advice that no one is perfect. That's why there's a rubber and on the end of a pencil. We all make mistakes, acknowledge them and learn from them. I used to love rubbers on the end of pencils. I used to love that. They were the ones and you didn't want to use them because they were too nice to use. And lo and behold, someone used the, used the rubber. Anyway, that's probably disclosing too much. Don't unfriend me out there, please. <laughs> Now, look, we've mentioned that this time next week, it is, of course, our Fantastic Northern Power Women Awards. It's MPW Live. But that doesn't mean there's not going to be a podcast. We are going to have a very special celebratory episode featuring some of these brilliant, inspirational stories from our Northern Power Women Network. So these little short snippets, videos that you will be able to find on the Northern Power Women website, of course, moving forward. But we wanted to share some of our favourites with you. So don't think there's not going to be a pod this time next week. There is. Make sure you tune in. Before we disappear off into the sunset, Simone, I wanted to share something with you, which I just absolutely loved. Now, we know that women still take their share of domestic duties, even if women and if you're in a relationship with a man, it's the way that it goes, whether it's societal pressure, whether it, whatever it might be, we still know that women take on more generally that burden of domestic life than men, even if they both work an equal amount of time. This is a bit of a game changer. In China, during a divorce hearing last week, a judge has ordered a man to pay his ex-wife nearly $8,000 for housework over their five-year marriage. Now, you might say, well, eight grand over five years isn't very much of a salary. It's not. 
But this is a landmark case. This has never been the case before where it's an actually a spouse, an ex-spouse has been actually ordered by the court to pay that spouse for the work they've done within the home. This is a game changer, right? Oh my goodness. Wow. I'm just, I, I don't know about you, but I'm just suddenly counting up in my head. Mm, mm. Cooking. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> emergency Christmas cards, <laughs> all of the personal cards, just saying all of that. I'm I'm going to start a tally. I'm going to start a tally. That is, that is um, unbelievable. You wonder what will happen. Mm. That is absolutely a, a gate open there, isn't there? So watch this space on that. But yeah, keep your tally on the side of your desk. Every time you wipe down that cooker top, there's a fiver. There's a, there's oh, I'm just going to do the hoovering. There's a tenner. I mean, we jest, but actually, we we need to move towards a bit more equality within the home. Uh, but uh, I thought, how fascinating. So yeah, judge in China. Tip jar. It is a tip jar. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. Right, happy days. Look, thank you so, so much for listening. Uh, The next Northern Power Women podcast will, of course, be coming to you, as we said, Monday, March the 8th, a very special International Women's Day celebration episode. We really hope you're joining us for the Northern Power Women Awards and NPW Live. You've still got time to come and get involved. Get yourself online, northernpowerwomen.com, to find out all the details. You better get on with that spray tan, Simone. You've only got a week. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, yeah, that's going to be the other. But the thing is, my dress doesn't actually actually have to do up at the back so that's that's my only saving grace oh we're talking safety pin gate again are we (laughs) just in case you missed it the last in-person awards in 2019 i literally as i was walking up the steps to the stage the zip broke on the back of my dress so i was accessorized with safety pins for the entire (laughs) award i just had to own it i was like what am i gonna do uh so there you go it worked for elizabeth hurley didn't it it? did (laughs) i'm gonna wear safety pins anyway on uh, monday just just for the heck of it as a little accessory Uh, Thank you so much for listening. We do hope you will join us. I'm Sam Walker. She is Simone Roche. And the Northern Power Women podcast is a What Goes On Media production. 